One last quick thing before we begin. I thought this would just be a great opportunity to say a simple and heartfelt thank you to all of you truly incredible people who are lucky enough to spend your lives in the happy, safe, and lavender-scented meadow of the non-addict. I mean, I know I can speak for all of us addicts when I say how deeply grateful we are to all of you special souls who aren't addicted to anything. I for... Oh, wait. Uh, Hold on. Wait a second. That doesn't sound quite right. Let me just read that again. Oh, crap. That's right. I'm such a flake. I always forget this one little thing. You don't exist. Everyone is addicted to something. Now, before you get your panties in a twist and send me some long defensive rant, which, by the way, no addict would ever do, just hear me out. First of all, I'm willing to admit that there's a very slight possibility I think this way because I live in the Babylon of creativity and mental illness, which is New York City. But I travel a lot, and I read In Touch magazine. Of course, that's not all the research I've done on the subject. Don't be ridiculous. I've also spent hundreds of hours exhaustively gathering information from my couch while studiously examining wasted hot messes as they implode on one of the hundreds of quality reality shows offered by pretty much every network. That, plus talking to a lot of people, has led me to this completely non-scientific yet chilling conclusion. Everyone. Absolutely every single post-pubescent person in this great nation is, or was, addicted to something. You know, I don't even know why people get so touchy about being accused of being an addict in the first place. Like, it's some bad thing. It's really not. I mean, in my experience, addicts are usually charming, talented, intelligent, creative, funny, sensitive, and ambitious. I'll admit, this is the case only when they're not using... Unfortunately, while engaged in their drug of choice, addicts are either terrifying, mortifying, or so painfully boring that even their loved ones eventually find themselves praying they'll have an overdose. Just a small one. Maybe a brief coma? Oh, please, come on, you know it's true. And who could possibly blame you? But, dear loved ones, lest you get too excited thinking you've escaped the drug and alcohol curse so far, do keep in mind that addiction comes in many shapes, sizes, and forms. For example, one fine summer day, You might innocently decide to take a golf lesson. You enjoy it immensely. Why? I'm not sure. But then again, fistfuls of Vicodin might not appeal to you. You then begin to look forward to your Saturday morning game. Then, without warning, you decide to quit your dental practice, yank your kids from school, load up a moving van, and move everything, including your furious party pooper wife. All so that you can live directly on a golf course to satisfy your growing need to play golf every single waking minute of every single day. You see, this, my new friend, is when you no longer play golf. Now it plays you. Ring any bells? If not, no, no, don't worry. I got another little experiment that might illustrate my point a little better. Just take a deep breath and ask yourself if you've ever had an issue with one or more of these. The results can be between the two of us. No one else needs to know. And to start things off on the right foot, I'll cop to having issues with at least 11 of the following at one time or another. Drugs, booze, sex, gambling, work, power, religion, shopping, love, cutting or self-harm, food, cleaning, plastic surgery, lip balm, or is that just me? Nicotine, television, porn, gossip, winning everything, which is sometimes referred to as being the best. Toxic relationships, sports, playing and or watching, tattoos, home decor, cars, exercise, money, being correct. Adrenaline, collecting animals, obsessively collecting anything, dolls, stamps, Hummel figurines, etc. Being too invested in one's children, with a very special shout out to all you stage mothers, you naughty Munchausen syndrome by proxyites, and of course you little league rageaholics. Makeup, lying, tanning, fame, people addicted to addicts, hi mom, 
stimulation, rage, caffeine, and finally what I like to refer to as the umbrella of doom, under which fall all things computer-related, including the internet, objects that let you send-receive email, eBay, Facebook, Twitter, online dating, MySpace, Google, and all video games. Unless it's Tetris, of course. That's perfectly healthy. Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm wiped. I hope I didn't skip anything. I'm not too worried, though. I'm sure if I did, all you addicts will let me know immediately. Now, here's where it can get kind of confusing, because what I just listed, they're wonderful. They're fulfilling activities. A few are even necessities. But what morphs them into addictions, and this definition is courtesy of Wikipedia, is, quote, when they become a habit or obsession to the extent that they damage, jeopardize, or shorten one's life, or when ceasing these behaviors causes physical or psychological trauma. Thanks, Wikipedia. But even that doesn't fully encompass what I understand addiction to be. I scout.